Get Jolted into electrifying health and well-being with The Jolt Files. A spark of inspiration that will ignite your body and mind and shock you out of the same old routine. This is The Jolt Files with your host, Katherine Berry. Hello and welcome. My name's Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional, and I have with me Matthew Bauer, the president of the Acupuncture Now Foundation. We've previously been talking about the incredible system of the human body, which is able to convert food and air into energy through a complex system. What we're going to be talking today is about chi. This is the fundamental energy or the principle of acupuncture and oriental medicine. So Matt, this is probably one of the most trickiest questions that you get asked as an acupuncturist. What is chi? It is the most complex question to try to answer. And the, for two reasons. One is, if you look back over history, we actually have no original written records or explanation of the concept of chi from the people who first developed it. So anybody that tells you this is what chi is, they're, they're not just repeating the words of those pioneers who developed this concept because it goes so far back into time that there are no written records. There, there is no history of an explanation of chi. The oldest books in, in Chinese medicine or the oldest book in China, Chinese culture, uh, because chi is not just a subject of Chinese medicine, uh, the oldest books in, in out of Chinese culture, qi was already so ingrained into their culture that nobody bothered to explain it uh, as, as like a new concept. So we can't go back and, and listen to the originators of it to say we know what qi is. The other thing that makes it complicated is it is based on a concept within a ancient Asian culture, which I would say really has no precedent whatsoever in Western culture. There's really never been anything like the concept of chi in Western culture. There's been a couple things that maybe somewhat go down the same path, but not exactly. And uh, some people will talk about vitalism, you know, the ancient Western idea of vitalism. And that's somewhat close, but Essentially, chi is not a thing. Chi is a sort of force of nature. Chi uh, is, sometimes I say that chi um, to the ancient Chinese is kind of like the idea of gravity in the West, because gravity isn't something that you can see or grab or you know touch or feel. And our understanding of gravity is pretty much based on our observation of nature and assuming that there must be this force of nature that is acting on things, making them do what they do. So that's a kind of long preamble to an explanation of chi, but I just want to establish that um, chi is not like anything we've ever had in the West, and it is not an actual substance, but it is more the, the, the function of substance and non-substance. So could you go into a little bit more detail about this 
substance and non-substance? I, I have a way that I like to try to get people's minds to start to wrap around this profound subject of chi. And that is to say, for many Western countries, they may be familiar, there's a saying I know we have here in the U.S., and that is during the spring season, sometimes people will say, spring is in the air. And that saying, when we say spring is in the air, when we, when we talk about spring being in the air, we're not just talking about the weather per se. We're not just saying, oh, there's, you know, there's a certain temperature and a certain barometric pressure. We're saying there's a kind of vibrancy to the spring season. It's kind of bursting out all around us. There's just this kind of feel to, to, the, to what? The chi of the spring season. So all four seasons have their own kind of vibrancy, their own chi. So that's, that's about the only thing I can come close to to say that we have in the Western culture that was, is alluding to this sort of vibe, this, this non-tangible thing uh, that is real and you kind of sense it, but you have trouble putting it into words. But in medicine, their chi now is taken to a much more refined kind of level because we talk about the chi kind of like we can talk about the chi of spring. We actually say in Chinese medicine, there are these primary energies that are very similar to the energies of the uh, seasons. Uh, and again, this goes back to yin and yang. Some, some chi, for example, spring and summer are the yang seasons because things are bursting out. Things are starting to move fast and expand and things are being done, accomplished. And then in the yin seasons, the yin chi has to do with the opposite. That's where things start to contract. That's where things kind of come to some kind of uh, accumulation. They, they kind of come to some sort of peak. And now it's like harvesting the fruit of the yang seasons. So the, these are kind of a vibrancy throughout all of nature, including in the human body. So we try in Chinese medicine to diagnose these qi imbalances and uh, then even take it to far greater specificity when we talk about the the chi or the energy channels or meridians. So how might somebody experience chi? What's the feeling of chi that you think is most tangible for most people listening today? One of the ways people can uh, experience chi is love. I mean, love is maybe... It must be the most powerful type of feeling and emotion that we have. And there is, within love, there is a, a sense, of a longing, a potential for connection, right? If you love a mate, you're, 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 you're connecting with them. You, you love a baby, uh, the baby came from you, and when you hug that baby, you're almost wanting to hug them back into you. There is a kind of connectedness there, and and that that is like yin and yang, where we talk about them like they're two different things, but they want to come together. They they really are 
two sides of one thing and they they want to join together in union and uh if you just think about that powerful feeling the the love of a, of a child the the love of a mate the the love of a sibling um that that's a sort of uh feeling that is hard to explain and that is a kind of chi and how would you explain then the lack of chi what's a good example of of conditions or symptoms or something someone might feel if they were lacking in chi as we talked about in the section of imbalances one imbalance is you can have too much of something or not enough of something um you know, chi is everywhere. There is, there is, uh, you know, it, w- e- even when, when something dies, it's like when something is born, it's because there is a chi gathering, and things come together, and you have a new life, and then, as that new life goes through its life cycle, which itself is a yin yang cycle. When things come together, that's like spring. And then things go through their spring months, their summer months, their autumn months, and their winter months, and then they disintegrate. And that's where the chi union is disintegrated, where it ceases. So the chi union ceases, but the elements that came together to to make that union even once that union disintegrates and we can say that chi is gone, the elements that came together are still there and they can join up with other elements later and make new chi unions. And this is what's happening in all of creation everywhere. It's happening in our cells. It's happening in the sun. It, it's happening in the throughout the cosmos with all of these images we see of these um, the birth and death of stars, that's all yin and yang chi going through these cycles of of the chi elements coming together and forming a new combined chi phenomena, going through spring and summer and fall and winter of its life cycle and then disintegrating again. So we can say that chi happens because it comes together and then it leaves because it disintegrates but all of those chi elements are still there it's it's like energy like the physicists tell us energy is neither created nor destroyed and the same thing is with chi chi is really neither created or destroyed you just have different elements of it coming together and then disintegrating and separating later but it's still always there well, thank you for that extraordinary description of chi or life force, one of the fundamental principles of acupuncture and oriental medicine. You've been listening to Matthew Bauer, president of the Acupuncture Now Foundation, and Catherine Berry from Acupuncture Professional. We look forward to seeing you again. Thanks for listening to The Jolt Files, your electrifying source of healthy East meets West wisdom. Zap over to thejoltfiles.com for exclusive content and special offers. And join us on the next episode to get your spark for life recharged.